Can I rant for a second? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some random hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized that people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. That's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Shh. Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC terms apply. JLab Audio is personal tech designed for you that fits your life, looks cool, and offers surprisingly awesome value. Imagine the products and features you actually want and make sure the entire experience of owning them is a great one. A new legacy in sound, JLab's new luxury over-ear headphones, seamlessly blending innovation and lab-quality sound. Over here at Fake Doctors, real friends, we love our JLab Audio headphones. They feature over 70 hours of playtime, four different colorways to choose from, and three noise control modes. Use Real Friends for 25% off your order. Visit jlab.com to find your kind of tech. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond, but at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hey, I'm back in L.A. <laughs> Are you excited to be back? I'm very excited to be back. It's That it's, shirt that you're wearing right now, it's a little tight. Thank you. It says, hooray. No, I mean, it's a little tight. Like, it's constricting. Like It's, it's both. Oh, it's okay. both. <laughs> well, on a, on a, on a non-dissing me note, it says, hooray for health heroes, because um, I believe in that. Our friend Amanda Klutz, who is the widow of uh, the late uh, Nick Cordero, has been selling all these awesome shirts. Um, hooray for different things. And she gave me hooray for health heroes because she knows I love health heroes. Love it. And, uh, and to give her a plug, I'm sure, I don't know what the link is, but if you put in Amanda Klutz, hooray for dot, dot, dot t-shirts, uh, I think some of the money goes to a really good cause. And of course, some of the money goes to helping her live without her husband. Amen. Right on. Uh, how are you guys, uh, how are you guys doing after... This wonderful weekend that we just had. Happy to be home. <laughs> Happy yeah, to be all, home. We're all finally back in did LA you just, together. Did you just land, Zach, today? Uh, I landed late last night, and um, I know it is smoky here. It does. If you're not, if you don't live in LA, uh, it smells kind of like uh, the whole place smells like a campfire. And there's this weird haze that the sun comes through and kind of gives everything a weird Instagrammy filter. Right. It's like it's like if you were a photographer. And you didn't want to go through the normal white balancing. You might use daylight, and usually okay. that makes your pictures really orange. That's uh-huh. what it's like outside. Yeah. yeah. If you've lived here through all of these fires, you're probably used to it. But if you, I was gone so long 
but now I'm finally back, and it's just it's it's eerie. It does kind of look like there's this uh, there's this filter over everything, and of course you smell it, and uh, and occasionally fire choppers fly by over my house. I, I, I'm told the closest one is Pasadena to us. Is that right, yeah. guys? Do you know? Yeah, it's the Bobcat fire. But if you look on um, uh, on a map of California where they show there's fires, it looks like the entire state is on fire. It's just insane. Well, it's not just California. Oregon is experiencing fires, like at a bunch of places. Colorado the whole, as well. Colorado, the West Coast is on fire right now, to be honest with you. Everything West is uh in the united states is burning man this thing is like it's it's just uh you know smoke like field we, after smoke field after smoke field you know what i mean like and, we needed that i mean it's yeah. like uh i remember when the covid first started and and someone put on uh there was some announcement that bears were coming out of the of the woods because of uh, looking for food because people weren't leaving their houses and someone put on twitter something like not now bears <laughs> and uh, and, uh, and that's kind of how I feel about the fires. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like we were, we already have an apocalypse going. You're bringing fires now. Yeah, I mean, fires. if there is a here comes the flood too. Did you hear about the piece of ice, uh, double the size of Manhattan, that's just broken off from the Arctic uh, ice no. thing, and it's just yeah. floating along in the ocean now. Uh, eventually, the size of two Manhattans. Two Manhattans. If there, if there is a higher power, it does feel like he or she is trying to get rid of us. <laughs> well, we're helping. We're helping. Yeah. No, we're definitely we've we're definitely helping. But doesn't it feel like these are just plagues? And and you know, George Carlin had this amazing <laughs> bit about how like how the Earth and Mother Earth is way more powerful than 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 the humans are like little ants on its back, and it's just gonna like swat them off eventually, and then some right. other animal it'll be their turn to to rule Earth. But but I, and and you can Google that; it's super articulate and genius as George Carlin was. But I've been thinking about that bit lately because I'm like, the Earth or a higher power or something feels like it's like, all right, fuck humans, enough. Yeah. We've been we've been fucking it up for too long. This is, you yeah. know, this is the results of our own greed. I like to think there's a sci-fi movie that could chronologically tell the tale of this planet. Like what if we aren't the, you know what I mean? Like they're just they're just figuring out that there could be life on uh Venus, right? They just right. they yeah. just they just figured that out. It's possible that the the atmosphere has bacteria in it, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so like, what if we were at Venus first? We were we were Venus, and then we were, and then we were we fucked that planet up, and somehow we got to Earth. We're about to fuck that planet up, this planet up, and we're gonna terraform Mars, and that's the next stop for our civilization to begin. And we're just hopping through the galaxy. Freaking and almost like we're a bacteria, dude. Shit's crazy, dude, right? When right. you think about it. Anyway. Right. And we're gonna need uh yeah, and the sun's burning out anyway. So I mean it all it all has an end date even billions before. of years from now. Yeah, years from right. now. I know, but guys, worst case scenario, before, we're gonna die off before the sun burns off. But the sun is yeah, there is an end date, you know? The sun is gonna run out. I want you to know something. Um two things. My publicist um gifted me something. Is uh, it, is it, oh my God! She got you the fucking here? simulator. Is it the no, simulator? No, no. Calm down. 
Everybody calm down. But I want you to, I want you to know and I want all the fans to know the level of friend that I am. I'm not going to tell you what it is because it's not coming for three weeks, but it's mega. It's Listen, a fucking don't, simulator, don't, dude. No, it's not a simulator. And it's, don't guess. But I already she, know what it is. I already know what it is. Please stop guessing. She, I just want you to know something. She scored me something very, very special and expensive. And I said, I couldn't possibly take that unless you got Donald one too. And she said, hold on, I'm on it. And that was like a month ago. Wow. And she just texted me today. She scored you one too. Thank you for the so, new Xbox. I appreciate it. It's not an Xbox. It's doper than an Xbox. But I don't guess. The- when I want the the fans and listeners, you will you will be the first. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna arrange it so when then it comes, you open it on the podcast. I'm I've always wanted a Tesla. I truly appreciate Tesla. it. No, no, you went too high with Tesla <laughs> oh, and you went okay. too low with Xbox. It's somewhere okay. in between a Tesla and an Xbox. The second thing I got to tell you is that I, I I ordered a Peloton and it arrived while I was gone. Congratulations! And so I did my first. I'm so out of shape. All I did was eat fish and chips and drink over there in the United yes. Kingdom. And uh, I have uh, love handles, and I'm not down with that. So they're going to be gone thanks to my new Peloton. What do you think? But listen, I want to tell you, I chose an instructor. Um, I chose the – I don't know if you've used the – I think he's a British-Asian guy. No. But my point is is that he's got your exact tattoo. He's got a Superman. Well, you're getting rid of it, right? You're, are you Mine still is pretty much. It's pretty much gone. All right, well, Donald had, he got when he was very young, a Superman tattoo on his arm. And he's had it his whole life or since he was young. And he didn't like it anymore. He's getting rid of it. But I take my first spin class on my Peloton and I get on. And there in the exact same spot as yours, the darn fella had a Superman tattoo. I love that. That's cool. And now so you just, just op- know it was kismet. And now you have just opened up the DC universe for me, and we can get into that before we. No, I'm no, no, no. It's I'm a Scrubs podcast. I'm just joking. And then I'm it's joking. also about our friends. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you and Joel are perfectly, perfectly ready and able to go do the Marvel DC Star Wars podcast. Can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's count us in. Now. Five, six, seven, eight. Stories about a show we made about a bunch of docs and nurses and a janitor who loved to hate. I said he's got stories that we all should know. So gather round to hear our gather round to hear our Scrubs rewatch show with Zach and Dono. Mm-hmm. This episode is about sex, sex, sex. It's more no. This this episode has a lot of sex in it. But this it's more episode than just sex. is titillating. If you the, this is one of those it. episodes that if you walked in and your kids were watching it, you would either if they were young enough say turn that off, or if they were of an age to watch it, you would leave the room because there was a there lot is of fucking in this episode. Well, and there's a lot of tongue fighting in this episode. Yeah. Now I want to get right into that. But would you want to do your summary because yeah, I, I do want to talk it. about the tongue in this episode. Yeah. There's a lot of tongue. All right, let's get into it. All right, let me get my timer out. It's going to be long. No, you know, 30 seconds. That's the game, remember? Go. And go. 
Everyone has secrets. J.D. knows and is helping Jordan keep her baby's father's identity a secret. J.D. also secretly sexed up Tasty Coma Wife. Turk's having sex dreams about Elliot and wants to keep it a secret from Carla. And Dr. Cox is secretly hating the time Jordan is making him spend with his kid he doesn't even know is his own. In order to keep a secret, you often have to tell a lie. And when you tell one lie, it leads to another and another. Whether it's to protect yourself or someone other than you... Lying, although easy, isn't the wisest choice. Yes, sometimes the truth hurts, but the pain of guilt is, and regret is immeasurable and can last a lifetime when your secret and or lie is uncovered, especially when it hurts the one you are trying to protect. Okay. Um, now, let's say the game was Donald, do it in 49, in 49 seconds. You nailed it. <laughs> right on. I love that. Right on. You nailed it. Uh, no, that was good. That was good. Well, I, I put at the top of my thing, I, I wrote all my notes, and then I was, as I was kind of looking them over, I just wrote sex on the top of my pad because there's a lot of sex. There's a lot of horniness. There's a lot of pent-up libidos in this episode. Absolutely. But if you notice, everything that's fucked up in this all comes from someone either lying or keeping a secret from the other person. It's fine to be sexual and everything like that. But You're when right. you start keeping secrets in sex or you start lying about sex, that's when usually stuff starts to go the wrong way. But I, I mean, why would Turk or why would you or why would anyone tell their lover that they had a sex dream about their female friend? That just seems like well, a horrible idea. Well, the minute that Turk told Elliot. Yeah, horrible had, idea. Why did you do that? The, She's a blabbermouth. We know Dude, we know Elliot's a blabbermouth. Not, not only that, what are you you trying to start so you want to be starting something? Are you saying that shit so that Elliot would be like, you know what? I've been thinking about you too, Turk. Right. I've always wanted BBC. You know what right. I mean? Like is that what happens? BBC. Is that what is that what is that what is that what he was expecting to happen? Yeah. I doubt I doubt Elliot's ever had BBC. <laughs> You're talking about the British network, right? Yeah, the yeah, British yeah. network. Yeah. Um, now, I have to jump right to that fantasy of you guys because I had multiple emotions. A, oh, I had. Okay. No, we're going to go back, but okay. I, I, it's the headline. For everyone who doesn't remember, this is the episode where Sarah is in like the sexiest pleather nurse stripper outfit. Oh, my gosh. And she's on Donald. And she, Donald's having a sex dream about her. Turk's having a sex dream about her. And they really go at it. Now, I had mixed emotions. One, I was like, okay, damn, Sarah, because she's got the stocking thing with the with the garter belt. I don't know. What do you call those things when it's like a strap that go, holds the stockings up? A panty. What do you a call garter it, belt. Garter, it's a garter belt. Garter yeah. belts. I don't even know that purpose of the damn thing, but it looked great. It's to and, keep the stockings up. You said it okay. right. Okay. Well, her stockings are up. And she's kissing on you. And I just got to know, what was that like? I mean, you discussed on the show that you weren't getting too many uh, opportunities outside of the beautiful and talented Judy Reyes. And there's your friend Sarah Chalk in a naughty outfit mounting you, uh, kissing on you. I'm going to tell you something right now. When we were filming it, it felt horrible because it was like kissing my sister. And I don't it, believe you know, that. I don't believe you. Okay. But I'm telling you that when doing that, it was like, oh my God, I'm kissing my sister. I love Sarah Chalk so much that it is like my family when I'm around her. And at this point in the series, we had spent so much time together. Mm. We had spent so much time together that it was no longer 
you know, when I first saw Sarah, obviously I was like, holy cow, she's hot. When I first saw Judy, holy cow, she's hot. But at this point, she is my sister. And so I remember doing this scene and being like, oh my God, and not this is gross, but uh, this is work. Let's approach this as professionals <laughs> and, you know, uh, make it through. Uh, to... I don't, I, I mean, I, I, I don't think you're lying, but I also don't think that you thought it was uncomfortable as it would be. It was very uncomfortable. I really? remember, yeah, it was, it was one of those uncomfortable feelings where it was like, it felt dirty, but not in a good dirty way. You know okay. what I mean? It in a bad, it felt bad dirty. It felt bad dirty. Like, this doesn't feel right at all. And you but didn't have any twitching or movement, I take it. There was no twitching or movement. And I love Sarah, and I think she's beautiful and hot. But at that time, when making this, when shooting this, it, there was nothing happening. Okay. Now, when well, I you saw sold it, to, it. When I saw it today, yes. when I saw it today, I was like, oh, wow, look at the chemistry Sarah and I have. Yep. The kiss was passionate. It yep. felt, you know what I mean? There, everything about it felt sexual and Tab, not tabooish, but like sexual and well, I guess tabooish because you're not yeah. supposed to be thinking about stuff like that when you're engaged. And I totally understand if there were people out there that caught feelings when watching it. Yeah, I I, I understand why because it was hot. I it had was multiple. Fire. I had multiple emotions going on. I had one that was like, wow, they that's kind of hot. I mean, Sarah looked great, and you know, you two going at it was sort of naughty and taboo like you said but then i was i had a little bit like why is donald making out with my tv girlfriend like i was a little jealous oh, you got a little jealous i had a little tinge of like get your fucking hands off my tv girlfriend <laughs> did you ever see the last dragon no you've never seen the last dragon the last dragon no i've not seen the last please dragon. see the last dragon please i'm begging you who's to gonna see the last dragon who plays the dragon uh the dude. <laughs> <laughs> this dude Tymok. It's Barry Gordy's The Last Dragon, okay? okay. Barry Gordy started Motown. Mm -hmm. you no know Motown is, right? Come on, buddy. Okay, I'm just saying, put out such artists at like Smokey Robinson and the Miracles, Michael Jackson, you the don't Supremes. Have to list Motown just, artists for just put fuck's it out sake. There. Okay. He made a movie. He produced a movie called The Last Dragon about Bruce Leroy. The uh, the uh, the protector of Harlem, the kung fu protector of Harlem, and there's only one person in his path that is trying to stop him from being the one protector of Harlem, and that is Shonuff. And Shonuff is the Shogun of Harlem, and he is the prettiest, and he is the baddest. And there's kung fu in it. There's music in it. Is it like there's a black exploitation movie? I guess you could say that. I don't think they meant to do that when they were making it. It was meant to be taken, you know, uh, as a, 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 a real story, but with comedy and action and adventure. But I'm mm -hmm. telling you right now, in my youth growing up, this was a huge movie. So anybody out there listening, if you haven't seen The Last Dragon and you want to laugh and you want to, you know, see some really cool action and you want to hear some witty lines and stuff like that, please get it. But there's a line in it. Where the, it doesn't make sense if you haven't seen the movie, but there's a line in it where uh, Vanity, God rest her soul, uh, rest in peace, uh, is being kidnapped. And this young man who plays Bruce Leroy's brother, God rest his soul, he also passed away, uh, yells at the kidnapper, hey, get your hands off my woman. And the dude looks at him like, you got to be fucking kidding me. And he gets even louder. I said, get your hands! 
pants off my woman. And so when you got jealous about me kissing on Sarah, it made me yeah. think of, get your hands off my woman. I digress. Yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. Well, well, you, I don't know what to say to that that long, <laughs> epic uh, anecdote. But <laughs> yes, funny. Donald, that is how I felt. I felt like, get your hands off my woman. <laughs> now, I want to talk about movie kissing because yeah. um, there's times when you do a movie kiss and uh, you just sort of both open your mouths, but there's no tongue. And then there's times when you do a movie kiss, and between the two actors, it just you kind of get lost in it, and it becomes like a real French kiss. Um, I noticed that in yours, there wasn't really any visible tongue. Yeah, you know, but there was a lot of lip, and which is also yeah. really sexy. You know right. what I mean? But I'm telling you let's, that I'm embarrassed. Let, I'm okay, embarrassed I'm be, because I'm gonna... in, my, in my sex scene... I'm embarrassed to tell you there's a lot of visual tongue, and yeah. I don't think there should be. I think it's too much. I think Amy Smart and I got a little lost in the moment. That's fine. Uh, but I, I kind of cringed when I was like, oh, buddy, nobody wants to be seeing tongues. No, you know what? There was a moment in time where that was sexy, and and when in movies you kind of, woo! I can rationalize it a little bit, though. It was so naughty and so taboo. We're literally fucking in the storage closet of the funeral home where her husband is being put in Laid a to rest. Laid to rest. Laid to rest. And so it was so wrong and taboo and up against the wall and just like, it wasn't making love. It was fucking. And so there was this extra passion and hunger. Yeah, not only that, the fact that JD decides to mask or deceive the people who hear Amy Smart's character moan in yeah. the closet as if something fell on his something hit his hand or something like yeah. that. Amy that Smart's Amy's character has an orgasm and 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 she lets out this loud yell and then I come out and say something fell on my foot <laughs> and right. then I and I recreate her orgasm being like ah oh. pretty perfectly no. too. It, 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 but it's not like you didn't go oh it was like oh. like it was that's like funny. <laughs> that's funny it's like I tell everyone at the funeral home like oh I'm I'm so sorry something fell on my foot and then I'm like I was like ah oh. <laughs> That was so naughty for I mean, think about what we're doing on fucking primetime NBC back in the day. I I'm still shocked this was twenty years ago. Yeah. I feel like now that would be like not something you'd put in primetime on NBC, but I don't know. It prime was time. good. It was funny NBC, as shit. Well, you gotta remember there weren't all of these other uh right. networks. Streaming at the time. services. You know what I mean? I and always so say that. And Bill was trying to push the envelope of what you could do, but man, did he? I mean I I I, I I just can't imagine you. Know, we hear about people's kids watching Scrubs nowadays on on Hulu or wherever they're finding it. And I, I remember Matt Tarsus, who's one of our friends and writers, said that he walked into the the room and his kids were watching Scrubs, and he circled right back and walked out because it was something so risque like this. I just can't imagine your your kids are watching uh, us but all bang. The whole cold opening is hilarious, man. When so you good. really look, when it's you a really, great episode. Yeah, great I episode. laughed really hard. I mean, when you look at it. You know, uh, the whole massage thing and how 
Jordan wants him to watch the kids so she could get a massage. I can relate to that. I can. I everybody needs a massage. You know what I mean, Johnny. Yeah. You know what I mean. Also, Johnny looking like baby Lex Luthor. That yeah. had me rolling. You know what I mean. That was funny. He looked like Lex Luthor was a baby. Like, yeah. if, and and you know. Anyway, Todd deciding you know that he was going to take a toosie after he worked out instead of yeah. before he worked out. So just to remind the, the those of you who didn't watch it, it's really clever. They they present all the lead characters with some sort of thing they're doing. Kelso's in tight shoes. Todd doesn't know if he wants the dookie before or after his workout. Everyone's every 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 the single janitor one. is defibrillating, pretending he's a doctor, and is defibrillating a mop dressed up like a patient. Yep, and Aloma, Nurse Roberts is 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 repairing a copy machine, and all, all of these people have their own things they're involved in, and then it, it all culminates culminates with everyone screaming for a different reason. Uh, it was so <laughs> so clever the way that was all done. Very clever. The, I laughed so hard at Kelso looking at his foot with the blood. After yeah. the shoes were too small. Ah! Yeah. What about uh, Sam Lloyd? Sam uh, Lloyd in the looks mirror. in the mirror. He's, he hasn't looked in the mirror at himself in a long time, and he screams at himself. Um, oh man, a really, really good episode. I, I and so many things. It's another one. God, season two was was great. I got to say, we we really are, hit our stride here because there's so many things. I mean, we'll get to them all, but there's a whole bunch of things in this episode where that are like really memorable moments of from all nine years. So I, I really like my fall down the stairs. Uh, at that the shit was I, I wrote that down. Great pratfall. Thank you for the cold open. Also, that really was took a dive. That was yeah. a nice one. Amazing. <laughs> I wish they didn't cut away from me. I mean, I wish they had done the, the the classic JD fall and then pop back up because they cut to Amy's reaction. Of course, it makes sense to cut to her reaction, but it, you could have easily have just done me big fall. Obviously, hit a mat without anyone seeing, and then pop right back up like nothing happened. But uh, but they, I mean, there's a bunch of moments in that whole scene where it's jokes that are similar to that, where it's like misleading, where she's like, you want to go get a drink? And you're like, yeah, let's get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Same. Why is there a bar at this funeral home, first of all? is there ever Have you ever been to a funeral that wasn't... I know like at, at, at like when people go back to their house, they have booze, but like this funeral home has waiters serving booze? Is that a thing? I don't I don't know that it is a thing. I, I've been to a Joel, bar Joel, you look like you're funeral. thinking about it. Have you ever been to a to a funeral where they served booze with entrees? <laughs> uh, I, I know I think some it would help. wakes do. I would love to hear from our Irish fans. Is this is this a horrible stereotype I've been taught as an American, or do you guys actually do booze at your funerals? <laughs> like, is it? No, I know, I know, I know. When they everyone goes home, like the we Jews have shiva, which is, and, and I know that 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 other denominations have wakes, but and there's booze there. But I've but never not seen at the funeral. At, at the funeral, there was waiters not with trays. The, I just don't think that would be a good thing to do. You've seen some of the things that happen at African American funerals. <laughs> I just couldn't imagine serving booze at the funeral because uh, you know you, shit jumps off. Period. I couldn't imagine liquor. Swinging. Oh my goodness yeah, gracious! I can't imagine liquor. Yeah, and it'd in be a bad situations. idea because yeah. you know the people who have to speak would get up and get. They're already emotional enough. They don't need booze to make them. N- nobody needs that. Nobody needs that. No, um, but oh. it was funny. I mean, I, I, she goes, "You should get a drink," and I, I grab one off the, off the tray, and she goes, "No, that guy's bussing those drinks, JD. You have to order from him." And I spit it back up in my cup, and I go, "Somebody's a smoker." <laughs> <laughs> I guess does that mean he ashed in his drink? I don't know. I think there was a cigarette butt. Oh, in the I drink. laughed. I laughed. Yeah. I didn't even know what the joke was. I didn't know if he had a, had put his cigarette. That happened to me once. I was a kid, and I and I, I reached for a coke can. I thought was. 
was mine, and I mm. chugged it, and it had been like someone's ashtray for like a week. Oh, gosh. Whoa. Uh. Um, <laughs> now, you know I'm a fan of the lip bite. I've mentioned that as it pertains to Alicia Silverstone in Clueless. Um, by the way, Flo was watching uh, Clueless on the plane. She had never seen hey. it. Get out of here. There you go, Shout Donald. Um, Big so I, ups. Did she, she was, like it? Yeah, well, I wasn't watching with her, but I saw her laughing, and I and, she, and we were we were talking about some of your finest moments. But um, speaking of uh, Alicia Silverstone and lip bites, Amy Smart does an epic lip bite at three fifty. I don't know if you caught that. It's kind of I what d- kicks everything off. I'm trying to be respectful at the funeral, and she does like a big old classic Alicia Silverstone lip bite. And then you guys crash into the. And then it hard the... cuts to, to to banging in the closet. Yes. Do you think anyone's ever had sex during a funeral? In, in, in absolutely, oh, yeah. absolutely, oh, really, yeah. absolutely, For sure. yes. Why? Absolutely. Because like emotions are high, and I mean, it- no, because people, yo, people, listen, man. Some people aren't who they say they are. Also, what? now let's keep it one hundred. And some people are who they say they are. I'm saying there are people that have been at the funeral and have buried their spouse at that moment oh, and was and was having sex within 5 seconds of the spouse at the funeral. I don't think this is something that has never happened before. Well, what's I'm funny, sure this has happened several times. I don't think this is statistically, I'm sure this is something that has happened often. Well, I uh, if you're someone who knows of sex at a funeral, please write us on uh, on our social medias because or or, or email Joel because <laughs> we would love to have you on the show. <laughs> Uh, we don't want any liars, so you have to. It's the honor system, but we would love to hear the tale of how you banged at a funeral. By the way, one of my favorite lines in Scrubs history, and I know Bill loves this oh line. Oh my God, no, we don't. What? I don't want to hear the tale of how someone banged at a funeral. Okay, I do. I do. <laughs> I do. Oh my God, you guys are. Crazy. I do. I want to hear the, all the gossip. I'm like a Loma in this episode who's sliding all around right the Right all over the place. Right oh my God, Nurse Roberts is so funny in this episode. Anytime there's gossip, she rolls up in her chair and they speed it up. So she's right. like, you, you. Also, um, when, uh, yeah. I just wanted to say that. Uh, I always love this line, and I know I know Bill loves this line because we've quoted it to each other. When I go, very a little bit Woody-ish, um, Jamie. There, there are a lot of ways to grieve, um, but last time I checked, wheelbarrow style wasn't one of them. <laughs> wow. Which means that not only we didn't have like we didn't even have just like. Standing up against the wall, sex. We got to like wheelbarrow stuff. You guys, you guys had dirty <laughs> sex. You guys in the in the closet at the funeral. You guys were doing freaking tricks. Can you imagine? <laughs> we were like, we were like, we, were, we weren't just like, oh, let's have a quickie against the wall. We were like, okay, now let's do wheelbarrow right, style. Right, 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 right. This is a girl. Like it just a gets handstand? out of control. It just gets out of control. Like freaking Team America. Like it starts yeah. off and oh you're like, God. oh, the puppets are having sex. <laughs> And then they start doing weird poses, and then he sits on the puppet. Like, yeah. then the puppet sits on the other puppet. Oh like my it's God. <laughs> I gotta watch that movie again, but I do remember when the puppets shit on each other. I thought it was the funniest thing I ever seen. <laughs> but um, I think, we, Joelle, are you asking what wheelbarrow style Listen, is? Listen, because when you when I saw your hand motion, which was essentially like a wheelbarrow race, like you've got her by the hips, like I think I'm, I think I'm holding. Yeah, I think I'm holding. She, I think, is if, as I understand wheelbarrow style, is uh, the, the the receiver of the wheelbarrow style has their hands. No, Dan Dan's getting up. I'll do it for you. You got your hands like on a desk like this, like I have, 
and then the person who's giving the wheelbarrow would be holding up the legs maybe by the thighs. So they're kind of in a plank. The person receiving is sort of in a plank position, Joel. This is wow. like so much more impressive because you guys were doing it in a closet. Yeah, <laughs> a yeah. funeral home <laughs> during, during her husband's funeral. Yeah, during her husband's funeral. With Jamie, mops and Jamie, there's and a lot of ways to grieve, but I'm pretty sure that wheelbarrow style isn't one of them. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. And oh, then, man. Oh, okay, so then, and then, dude. The janitor's penis. The, what, how the hell? How the hell does that, what luck JD has that in the middle of driving home, yeah. he realizes, I got, he, he no, he, he realizes, oh shit, I got to piss. Why didn't I take the pee before I left? But the luck of him running up to a house yeah. and it being the janitor's house, and not only the janitor's house, but the janitor's bathroom window yeah. where he's showering. Yeah. It's a little bit of a coincidence, but we got to take a break. We're going to be right back to talk about the janitor's penis. Can I rant for a second? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some random hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized that people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. That's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Shh. Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC terms apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know that feeling when you just have something you need to get off your chest? It's like a rain cloud following you around in your life. People all carry around different stressors, big and small. Everyone has stress, but we all handle it differently. When you keep your emotions bottled up, it can start to affect you negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. We talk all the time about how much therapy has benefited us. Therapy isn't just for those who have experienced a major life trauma. Therapy can help everyone with daily challenges with friends, family, and other relationships. If you're thinking of starting therapy, you should start with BetterHelp. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash RealFriends today to get 10% off your first month. That's it's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash real friends. Hey, listeners, it's been over a year since my family switched to our first Helix sleep mattress. And let me tell you, we've never slept better at my house. If you're still sleeping on an old school spring mattress, you're not getting your best night's sleep. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including their award-winning Lux and ultra-premium Elite collections. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress, depending on the model. Don't want to take my word for it? Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash real friends. That's helixsleep.com slash real friends. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. 
JLab Audio is personal tech designed for you that fits your life, looks cool, and offers surprisingly awesome value. Imagine the products and features you actually want and make sure the entire experience owning them is a great one. Always packing the most functionality and fun into every product at a truly accessible price. Zach, mm. let me tell you, JLab has these new luxury over-ear headphones called the JBuds Lux ANC. Yep. These seamlessly blend innovation and lab quality sound, all in these sleek headphones that guarantee an elevated listening experience. You can connect to multiple devices, customize your sound in the JLab app, and get over 70 hours of playtime. Well, buddy, those sound pretty cool, but have you heard of the JBuds ANC3? They are the smallest smart active noise canceling true wireless earbuds you can find. You can also connect to multiple devices, but these come with a built in USB C charging cable and a noise canceling microphone for crisp, clear phone calls. Use Real Friends for 25% off your order. Visit jlab.com to find your kind of tech. And we're back! <laughs> so, we know a couple things. It's safe to assume that the janitor has a very large penis. Yeah, the head movement that uh, JD makes, you know how to insinuate that it's long. He does right. the old... Tilt the head to insinuate that it's right. Now we know that he sees a a, a potentially um, uh, dangerous melanoma on the janitor's penis, but of course it's of course a TV show. The odds that JD has to pull over and take a piss outside the janitor's bathroom window will allow that to happen. We'll 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 go with the um, what's that word I'm thinking of? Suspend uh, our creative dis- license. Sure. So we'll suspend our disbelief. Or whatever. Yes, but isn't that the term uh, creative license? Isn't so, that yeah. a term too? Sure. Okay. Um, anyway, so we'll allow that suspension of disbelief is probably a better way to and say it. And it works for and it works for the joke later on where JD has to explain to him how yes. he saw. His oh my face. god, that dialogue is so funny. I think it, <laughs> I think it's on Scrum's wiki. Let me just try and uh, read it to you because I I, I it's it's the wording is so funny. Uh, I go. Um, I, I got to be straight with you. I saw your penis, and I noticed a possible melanoma that you should really have checked out. He says, when did you see my penis? <laughs> I say, last night when you were showering. He says, where were you? I say, I was outside in the bushes. <laughs> and he goes, uh, and I go, look, it was a coincidence, man. I mean, if, if, you, if you'd looked out the window, you'd have seen my penis, you know? <laughs> And he goes, what? Why? And he goes, and I go, because I had it out while I was looking at yours. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's so funny. Uh, so funny. So, um, but we have a nice, it leads to a nice moment. Of course, one of the greatest jokes in Scrubs history. Uh, don't worry. It's benign. And he goes, benign, benign, benign and a half. And a half. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who wrote that joke uh, in the Scrubs writer's room, but I'm very proud of them. But actually, it becomes a nice moment with the janitor. It feels like it's the first moment where he genuinely thanks me. Yeah, sure. And then uh, I thank him, and he goes, get your hand off. Yeah, <laughs> and then it's back to normal. Yeah. Turk smacks Elliot on the ass. Now, I have a question about that. That's clearly a Turk fantasy. Do other characters often have fantasies besides JD? Yeah, it happens all that we've had this conversation before. Yeah, uh, occasion. It's not. It's not often, but it's occasional. Occasionally, one of one of the other cast members will fantasize something. So else. you're still Turk is still fucking like, horny like when, for Elliot. 
Dude, have you ever had a sex dream about anyone? Of course, but I'm saying that it and wasn't And then like... after you had the sex dream about said person, what happened? Uh, I thought about them the next day, and that's clearly what's happened with Turk. He's, he's staring at Elliot longingly, and then he fantasizes that she's bending over, and Sarah... By the way, Sarah really leaned into the naughties in this. I mean, I feel like Sarah Chalk, the actress, often plays like the goody two-shoes girl... And now in this, they were like, we need you to just be randy and crazy. And and she was like, okay, because she's like bending over and putting her butt in the air. And see, this is this 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 whole episode is like a, a temptation by the dark side, man. It's like it's it's even the conversations that we're having right now about about uh about the episode are everything is turning towards, you know, things that we're trying to not talk about and i think we need to just let it aside and say this is the episode that we talk about the shit because what you just said look i can't i don't want to combat what i think that turk definitely still after the day was over and had gone on into being married to uh carla there were times where he was like let me go to the mental rolodex and there was that time where i fantasized about Elliot, mm-hmm. uh, you know what I mean? On times when him and Carla aren't on the same page, you know what I mean? Right. I definitely feel like, you know, I feel like that's what fantasies are for. I feel like that's what's supposed to happen. If you, if you, but would you get jealous? Like if Casey told you, "Oh my God, babe, I had this incredible sex dream about some celebrity," would you be jealous? Yeah, absolutely. But I would yeah. think she would be jealous about me having sex dreams about someone. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, that's the thing, man. This whole episode, it's like the fact that Turk decided to tell Elliot about the dream, that's crossing the line right there. You're supposed to keep that to yourself, man. Right. You're not supposed to go on into that, you know. Into, Especially into, the person. I mean, who would ever no. tell the person? You told the person. And then and then told her to keep it a secret, like, and don't tell Carla. Yeah. Like, come on, man. What are you what are you what are you trying to get out of this? What is what is it that you're going for? I think if the person isn't threatening, it, it's it's one thing. Like if you're if you're if your girlfriend was like, oh, I had a sex dream about someone and it was kind of funny and it wasn't someone that you would necessarily feel like jealous of or something, be one thing. I'd be but jealous like, of anyone. I'd be jealous. I think I'd be jealous of anyone though. That's well, just... actually, Carla has a sex dream about Sam Lloyd. And I don't think she would tell Turk because Turk would definitely be like, wait a second, you have you have feelings for Sam? The lawyer? Or, I mean, for, for the lawyer? You know what I mean? Yeah. So keep it to yourself. That's the message we're telling you here at Fake Doctors. If you dream about having a sex dream that someone that isn't your partner, maybe just keep it to yourself. Right. Now, if you not don't have a partner and you're trying to start something... Go for yours, man. Shoot, that's that's. that's I don't know if that's how... a good pickup line. Like, hey, I had a sex dream about you. <laughs> Some people want to hear that shit. I know, but it might I'm gonna be, be taken... honest with. Okay, let me let me just say let me just say this, and this is why this is why I disagree with what you just said. If I was a single man, mm. and impossible, let's say, <laughs> let's say, right, impossible. impossible. But if I was a single man, <laughs> and Casey's first thing she ever said to me when we met was. I had a sex dream about you last night. That shit would work on me in a heart. I'd be like, oh, word? Of course. So then of what are you course. talking about? Nobody wants to hear that shit. I think, be- I don't know. Maybe it's different coming from a woman. I just feel like if a man's pickup line to a, to a woman was, 
you know, I had a sex dream. I mean, it'd be like creepy. It depends on who the woman is. It depends if she on wants who it, the she man w- is. Yes. <laughs> the man there it is. That too. Mind. There we go. And how right. and when and how far into our relationship. A lot of factors. It could work. What if there was, it just what feels if, like it just feels like it really steps. It has the potential to step into inappropriate yes. territory unless you have a good relationship Bingo. and you're close and you can yeah. Or if yeah. you just want to shoot your shot. <laughs> I just think it's a if you want to shoot your shot. I think it's a bad shot to take. I think it's a horrible like some people. Fucking, some people don't have filters and are like, I'm going to shoot my shot. I know exactly what to say. You know, good good right. luck with that one. Just be prepared to accept the rejection. <laughs> yeah, and but also that's be what prepared this to, you're going to get disregarded. Hold on, okay, but now, now, okay, so now, right? Well, that's at work. We're talking about at work and stuff like that. Well, I'm just talking about in life. I, I think it's a pretty stupid shot to take if that's your shot. Agreed. Now, let's say you guys are grooving and you and you, you smooch a little, and then you're like, "Hey, can I tell you something kind of embarrassing?" But since we're kissing, um, I've had the craziest dream about you. Like that, that might that's different. You know? Agreed. No, I what are you disagree. Smiling at? You know I disagree. I think this is. All, I think it's a horrible I, shot to take, dude. I didn't say it was a, the right shot. I just said unless you want to shoot your shot, and this is this is your steez. I don't right. think it's wrong to uh, to ask somebody out on a date or to express your feelings to someone. I would never but, say yes to that. But but there's definitely a right way and a wrong. Well, not there's definitely a way to do it. That will uh, get the attention that you are looking for, and there's a way to, you know, get the attention that you're not looking for. <laughs> and I feel like, I feel like, go for yours. Period. Okay. <laughs> I, don't know to, I don't know how to dismount this conversation. I don't know how to either. Let's man. talk about the Germans. Either. Let's talk about the Germans. There's a lot of, I mean, probably the GIF I see most. Throughout the creation of gifts is the 99 Luft Balloons dance with me and the, yes. and the German. <laughs> yes. Now, um, people love that. 99 Luft Balloons. Uh, you know why I love that song? Well, right. I love that song because John Forte made the remake. Me and my We flipped the dough with the money we got. The block stays hot. Da, 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 da. <laughs> da, 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 and something's out there. Da, 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 da. Yo, that shit is fire, Good man. Fodder, I, I remember that. Yeah, that was that was dude. That well, it was back in the day when everybody was sampling something, and John right. Forte had that. That's how. That's my introduction to that song. I didn't know that song before that. Well, this is the German version. Now, there's some really funny stuff. Now. now Obviously, if you watch the show, you know that Sarah speaks German very well. And uh, there's some very funny stuff about these these two actors um, <clears throat> on Scrubs Wiki. It says, uh, viewers fluent in German have noted that Sarah Chalk actually speaks much better German in the episode than the German characters. <laughs> and then they say neither of the actors playing the Mueller uh, or Muller, whatever his brothers, actually spoke German. Soren Hellerup is Danish, and while Ingo Newhouse has a German name and was born in Germany, he grew up in America. Both mostly deliver their lines phonetically with multiple grammatical errors. So I thought that was funny that Sarah, who speaks German really well, um, I don't know why the hell they couldn't find two guys who were fluent in German in, in Hollywood, but I guess they couldn't. And Sarah's German is way better than the two actors. Don't you think that's funny? 
you do it would be even funnier is is if the two guys uh pulled one over on the casting directors and pretended that they were speaking German in the audition and they got the right, part. right, or just and said then, they speak and German. And then when they got there and they're doing the shit and neither one of them is yeah. reacting, they're like, there's a moment where it's like, oh, we're on the same. It's like when I told you I took all of those dance classes last week, I mean, last right. episode, I only took like two or three dance classes and that was enough to put it on my resume. So right. I, I imagine those guys like, I'm fluent in German and really all they could speak were a few. Actors you know. always do that. They're like, can you ride yeah. horseback? Well, and they're like, sure. Mm-hmm. I, sure. I, I, I have I, been on a horse. Right. The, the the real answer is, did I get the job? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, can you so ride hard, a horse? Did so I get the job? To, it's so hard to get a job as an actor that when someone's like, okay, great audition. You do speak German fluently, right? Absolutely. Sure I do. Absolutely. Because you're like, we'll worry about that later. We'll worry about yeah. that horseback riding later. Yeah, I'll get. we'll get to that part. That's that's when you call your friend up right away. All right, I need you to teach me everything you know about German. Everything you know. I remember when I was a kid, I was up for a part as a kid, and they were like, it was for, to be on a hockey team, and they were like, you play hockey, right? And I'm like, yes, I do. I love hockey. I love all the positions. <laughs> um. Yeah, so I, 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 anyway, I just think it's funny that of all the actors in Hollywood, they, they found two guys. Now, we wouldn't know, of course, unless you speak German. Another funny thing about this is Scrubs was very popular in Germany. So they had to figure out, well, if all the act, think about it, if all the actors in the show are, are dubbed in German, in Germany, what do you do with this, this bilingual moment? So it says that, in the German translation of the episode, the Germans are Danes, and Elliot speaks Danish. Oh wait, so hold on then. So so no no, it's just it's just how they dubbed it, you know, because in Germany I, I I believe they dub, they don't subtitle. So the point is is that okay, so in the German version, everyone's German, so you can't have a bit with the guy not speaking the language everyone's speaking. So they just dubbed that section as as Danish. You know, oh, they should have dubbed it as American. That would have been funny. <laughs> yeah, I guess. And on that note, y'all, we're gonna go to break. We got someone coming in. We don't know who it is, but they're coming in. Hold let's hope this guest is better, Joel. I mean, it was a horrible, horrible, horrible. It was not I, I don't good. know if you saw Dude, hold on, guys, guys, let's not horrible. say horrible, horrible, horrible. Let's just say not the usual fake doctor, real friend no, type of guest. Well, you know, I saw a lot of our a lot of our uh, listeners' comments, and I really agreed. They were like, "That was cringe." Yes. Uh, why? What's wrong with that woman? Guys, no. no. See, but that's bullying, man. There's nothing wrong with that woman. She's got her own life, yo. She was doing her thing. I'm not bullying she her, but I'm, she took a slot from someone who's campaigning. We had that one guy on. He writes every day, and she took a slot. And something she wasn't interested so I'm, in. So I'm just saying, I don't think it was horrible. I just think it was not the fake doctor's real friend call that we're used to. I don't That's like it when our guests are cringy. I mean, there was talk for a second about, should we just cut it out? But I wanted to just leave it so that people know that we don't really like, like even when things don't work, we want to like just show it. But we could have just cut it out. It was so cringe. It was not great. Joelle, did you slam the mug on the ground? I did. It shattered in a million okay, pieces. Good. Good, thank you. Send her the pieces. Speaking of mugs, holy cow. Oh, yeah, a lot of merch. A lot of merch coming. New merch up, y'all. All All right, so check it out. Oh, wait, the merch is is up, Um, by the way. By the time this airs, Mm -hmm. there'll be a T-shirt up. Masks are back. 
Yeah, uh, mugs are mugs restocked. Are restocked. T-shirts are in the house. Now I want you guys to know. I know we promised a lot of wacky ideas for merch, and some of that's coming. Washcloths, beach towels with me and Donald's faces on it are coming. But just to kind of get the store up and running, we've just got some standard stuff. The T-shirt uh, you'll see is is our logo. But I don't want you saying like, oh, but what about all the wacky stuff you promised? In time, we got to open up the store. I don't know about the the uh, I Doc Leo T-shirt. Probably won't clear legal, but um, <laughs> unless we no. just do the we do the Leo astrological sign, and only the and, insiders will know. And no, also, and no, also Holy. this, yo. Once what if we did? Wait, wait, Donald. What if we that did? Is, uh, I was, as I was saying this, that is nuts, and uh, that is subliminable. Oh, uh, subliminal. subliminal. You added subliminal. Extra uh, that. Uh, extra that is subliminal. Yes. Subliminable. I like subliminal. I like subliminal better. That sounds like mush mouth. Mush mouth. No, because it would be subliminable. I can't do it. Subliminable. I like that. Let me just finish what the shirt would be. It would be the word, uh, it would say I, apostrophe D, I'd. Then there'd be the icon of like a dock, like a traditional dock on a lake. And then the Leo astrological star. <laughs> I'd dock Leo. Nah, man. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that at all. I would like to do that. I don't that. want to do that. But I will say this. I will well, say I'm gonna this. Make one, I'm going to make a one-off for me. <laughs> I will say this. Speaking of one-offs, I will say this. Uh, we're not going to make a bunch of these things now. So uh, this is a lot of this stuff is limited. We're going to try and come you're up saying with- saying get it while it's hot is what you're saying. Get it while it's hot. We're going to try and come out with new things like it's a season. So this season's mug might not be next season's mug. And this season's mask might not be next season's mask. Yeah, I'll tell you so what next season's I'll tell you what next season's mug is. Daniel and Joel. Hey. I love that. I love it. I love yeah. that. Yeah. But you guys got to do the same pose that we're doing in the Yeah, <laughs> you guys got to snuggle up. You're going to have to you Easy have to do it. wear masks or something no or Photoshop or something. That bear. No problem. Oh, oh guys, so I can't much. wait to hang out. You guys realize when 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 the apocalypse is over, we're going to we're going to all be able to be in a studio together doing Yay. this. It'll be so much more fun. I think we're going to have a video of the first time we meet. Like a camera Oh my gosh. <gasps> I can't wait. I know. You know what I'm excited yes, about? The studio to be stacked with like Kit Kats and you we know, do have the yo, best snacks. Yo, you don't even know what I'm trying to wait. Twizzlers. I'm trying to get this fish and chips off my hips. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. But when you go to the studio to record, that's where all the good snacks yeah, are, yo. Donald, you know, one don't of my you <laughs> fret at all. Our studio, oh my gosh. That was a place. It was one of, guaranteed stocked. One of oh. my British friends said to me, you know, Zach, you, you don't, just because you're here, it doesn't mean that you have to have fish and chips for every meal. Oh, did and you I, eat like that? And I said, why Why would I eat something that's not fish and chips? <laughs> I, was in, I was in New York. I had a bagel with lox and cream cheese every single morning. Because it was yes. like, why am I not yeah, going to do that? Like, why am I not? Went in Rome. As and we don't should. have fish and chips on every corner here uh, in, in Los Angeles. Um, all right. We're going to go to break. And we're going to come back with a caller that is going to blow your fucking mind. They're so good. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, wow. Hey, listeners. It's been over a year since my family switched to our first Helix Sleep Mattress. 
And let me tell you, we've never slept better at my house. If you're still sleeping on an old school spring mattress, you're not getting your best night's sleep. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including their award-winning Lux and Ultra Premium Elite collections. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's that's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress, depending on the model. Don't want to take my word for it? Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash realfriends. That's helixsleep.com slash realfriends. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix... Better sleep starts now. JLab Audio is personal tech designed for you that fits your life, looks cool, and offers surprisingly awesome value. Imagine the products and features you actually want and make sure the entire experience owning them is a great one. Always packing the most functionality and fun into every product at a truly accessible price. Zach, mm. let me tell you, JLab has these new luxury over-ear headphones called the JBuds Lux ANC. Yep. These seamlessly blend innovation and lab quality sound, all in these sleek headphones that guarantee an elevated listening experience. You can connect to multiple devices, customize your sound in the JLab app, and get over 70 hours of playtime. Well, buddy, those sound pretty cool, but have you heard of the JBuds ANC3? They are the smallest smart active noise-canceling true wireless earbuds you can find. You can also connect to multiple devices, but these come with a built-in USB-C charging cable and a noise-canceling microphone for crisp, clear phone calls. Use Real Friends for 25% off your order. Visit jlab.com to find your kind of tech. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval to Apply. Tacovas are one of my favorite boot brands. They're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've made some innovations in comfort, style, and service. These boots are Austin designed, Texas tested, and handmade down in the boot making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. Whenever I slip on my Tacoba's boots, I feel the cowboy magic, Donald. They're tough enough for getting dirty, but classic and stylish enough for a night out on the town. If you ever wonder if you can pull off cowboy boots, you should pull on a pair of Tacobas. You'll see. They'll become your new favorite footwear. Cowboys knew what they were doing when they invented Western wear. If you can't make it into a store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. As a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on Tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R-E-A-L. 
F-R-I-E-N-D-S. It's about a $30 value and they sell fast, so they're always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code REALFRIENDS at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tacovas. only at tacovas.com. And we're back! <laughs> but look, man, during the break, we were talking about the Mandalorian and stuff like that. I'm going to tell you guys something right now. The Mandalorian is good, and I'm really excited about it, but there's one show that I'm equally excited about, What's that? and that is Cobra Kai Season 3, dude. I'm telling y'all right now, man. Y'all can sit here and say what you want to say, but me and the millions of people that are enjoying this little tiny show that is a little bit nostalgic and makes you feel like you're watching uh, The Karate Kid all over again, Cobra Kai is... So much fun. This is my second recommendation of the episode. Do they, always, do they keep the, cutting back to the original movies? There's a bit of the original movies in this. There's a lot of the original movie in this. But it takes place however many years to, you know, when Danny won uh, the, uh, the California Karate Championship. It takes place however many years it is to now. It takes place to then. And it doesn't follow Daniel LaRusso, really. It follows Johnny. And Ralph Macchio's not in it. He's oh, in it. it, but he's like he's like the bad guy, dude. He's like the dick. The, what about the, uh, Pat? Wait, is Pat Morita alive? No, Pat Morita passed away. Oh, I didn't know that. And um, what about other characters? So um, Johnny is in it. Jo- Elizabeth Shue. I asked about that last time. They tease. They tease that she might be in the next. I don't season, know why look, she wouldn't do it. But look, I'm telling you right now, man. It's about Johnny and him trying to restart Cobra Kai. And it is fucking so much fun. It's like got the just the right amount of cheese, just the right amount of nostalgia, just the right amount of comedy that mm. you sit there and you laugh and enjoy yourself. So if you are a Karate Kid fan, the original Karate Kid fan, and it's executive produced by Will Smith. So how can you hate on it, y'all? Will right. Smith's involved. Oh, by the way, if I heard they're doing a Will, they're going to do a Fresh Prince Bel Air reunion, and uh, and and he and and the aunt that hate each other, they made up. That's great. That's Good great. But look, if I you, love if how Donald never are, wants to comment on that. Last time that came up, do you remember Joel? I have he, no he idea what you're talking about. But if he you doesn't want to wait on that. If you are a fan, it's of like when the Howard Stern. Kid. It's like on Howard Stern whenever um, Cobra Gap- Kai. No <laughs> mercy. <laughs> It's Mercy like is a, for the weak. It's like on Howard Stern whenever uh, mobsters come up he, and like talking about mobsters, he always changes the subject. He's like, I don't know anything about that. Changing the subject, and that's how Donald is about the Mercy Will Smith is for the weak. Aunt, what's her name? Conflict. <laughs> Shout out the guest. It. Yes, please. Thank you, Johnny Lawrence. Oh my goodness. Speaking of Johnny, Daniel Larusso. <laughs> Leave a Johnny. All right, here we go. Here we go, Joel. John. Big John! John Broadbent, how are you, sir? Hi! Big John! Oh, my God. Hi, John. Hey. Hi, John. Hey. How are you, sir? Good, good. Very good. How are you guys? Welcome to the program. Uh, we're very happy to have you. Thanks so much for having me. Tell us about yourself. Where are you? What do you do? What's life like being John Broadbent? <laughs> um, I'm in a, a town called Nelson in New Zealand. Nice. Um, Whoa. <laughs> home of Lord of the Rings. Um, actually, home of the One Ring that was made here. Amen. Um, yeah. And I... But that was the ring to rule them all, so, <laughs> you know, hey. Definitely. There's actually, like, a shop in town where you can go, like, check it out and buy a copy of it if you want. Um, really? Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Um, and, yeah, just uh, I 
uh, love watching your show. We love oh, listening to you. the podcast. Uh, <laughs> I, this is exciting. We've never had a, a New Zealand uh, caller. What time is it there? I, I, it's probably Wednesday at some. What time on Wednesday is it? Correct. Wednesday at nine o'clock in the morning. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Holy <laughs> cow. Yeah. So sorry, I'm not drinking. Wow. I've got to go to work after this. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, we're not drinking today either. Zach isn't drinking today. I'm not drinking no. today. No. Joel's not best. drinking. It's probably Daniel best if we if we don't water. drink. <laughs> We uh, we've decided that we're gonna take a little break from the drinking on the podcast. Yeah, it's uh, they revo- they involve too much editing when we drink. John, what's what, John? John, what's tomorrow like? What's tomorrow like? I wish I wish I could tell you the lot of numbers. Um, oh man! And I wish you could tell you the sky would clear for you guys. I'm really worried about that. I hope, I hope everything works out. Appreciate that. Thank you. Well, you guys um, experienced that too, didn't you? When the fires were happening in Australia, didn't New Zealand get some of that too? Good call. Actually, three years ago, two years ago, um, my whole town was on fire, and uh, Holy shit. it was a bit scary for a bit. Yeah, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know that. A bit of trivia that when a horrible fire was happening in Australia, that it was happening in New Zealand as well. Yeah, I was, I was, uh, yeah, it was a pretty long story. Um, the the end result though was um, one fire was started by a farmer, but this like some copycat annoying person lit some other ones and uh he was caught eventually but he was caught by some nudists at a nudist camp <laughs> they probably oh, yeah. wheelbarrowed him to the ground dude. <laughs> yeah. probably wheelbarrowed his ass to the ground they definitely that's a good it's not only a good way to have sex it's a good way to tackle someone Just <laughs> noted <laughs> oh yeah write that down in your notes there guys um I don't want anyone who's listening to this to think that we don't teach you things. You can uh, you can wheelbarrow in multiple situations. <laughs> we've already we've already fixed John's life. Yeah, yeah we didn't even have, <laughs> we didn't even have. To. Yeah, John, when all else fails, wheelbarrow it. Um, John, what do you do down there in New Zealand? Um, full time, I'm sort of a, a IT guy slash PA slash admin for a realtor. On the side, I make t-shirts. I actually. Inspired by the podcast and you guys going on about WAP, I um I thought of a design. I don't know if you yeah. If you can oh, see. I hope it's some, the one I just mentioned. Uh, can you see that? <laughs> Cat, Cat donk, donkey, donkey oh wet. Oh wait, wrong way around. No, 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 you're no. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> wet ass. Wet. Oh, wet ass <laughs> pussy. That's great. We that's love that. a wet ass. <laughs> wait, hold it up. Hold it up, John. So just for you listening at home, it's a, it's an icon of some water droplets, an icon of a donkey or ass, and an icon of a cat. I would love to have one of those if you want to send right. it to my way. I will. When I, want to, I haven't uh, printed one yet, but you can have the first we've one. Been listening, we listen to that song a lot in my house. Uh, it really gets us going. And inspires you know what us. my part is? You know what my part in that song is? I want to choke. I want you to touch that dangling thing in the back of my throat. That shit gets me every time. I laugh so hard every time. I laugh so hard every time. I want to choke. I want you to touch that dangling thing in the back of my throat. That Do you think she wrote that? Did she write that? Yes. I hope she did. Oh, please, God, make but her I mean, have written I, that. When you look at the WAP writers, are there like 400 people? I, I'd like to think that I've she never wrote looked the at lyric. the WAP. Who wrote WAP? I Daniel, hope it just Daniel, says... Daniel and Joel, find out for us. <laughs> I want to know how many writers are on the WAP. Uh, because uh, those That line doesn't are, get you every time? That it's hilarious. Every time. It's, it's hilarious, as you say, but I really want to think that she wrote it. <laughs> she, she wants you to touch that dangling thing 
in the you know back what it's of called? her throat. I know what it's called. Do you? I'm a fake doctor. From now on, it's called the dangling thing. <laughs> it's called the uvula. I, wa- I want to choke. I want you to touch that dangling thing in the back of my throat. Uvula. Now, Wason, John, I'm glad you just came on because I have an idea for a T-shirt that we can't really mass market. Um, okay, I'm taking notes. Um, yeah, it, I think it should say I apostrophe D, I'd, and then an icon like you've done on yours of a dock. Okay. And then, and then the Leo astrological sign. <laughs> okay. So just like yours, yours is perfect, but with those three things instead of yours. I'll do that okay? next. Perfect. That is and if, genius. And if you, if you send those to me and Donald, um, um, we will make sure that your, your t-shirt Instagram is fully promoted. <laughs> Much appreciated. I'll definitely do that one next. <laughs> And make sure you make an XXL for Donald because uh, he's a large man. Okay. I don't mean fat, Donald. I mean muscular. You have I'm broad not, shoulders. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not worried about how you perceive my body to look. No, you have broad shoulders. You're a large man. You need sure. an XXL. However you want to look at it. You could give me a triple X if you got it, too. I'll sleep in it. How about it's that, It's hard. John? Sizing John, T-shirts I'll is hard. John, I'll sleep in it. Oh, I'll sleep in it. <laughs> Well, listen, John, John, do you have, find what? Donald have Trump. you ever what, you getting mad at me? Yeah, because I'm trying to fucking talk to John about my I Doc Leo T-shirt. <laughs> okay, fucking go ahead. Get your I Doc Leo T-shirt conversation finished. John, don't you find that sizing T-shirts is very hard because no one thinks they're the size they are. When I made uh, "Wish I Was Here" merch through the the Kickstarter thing we did, I it was a nightmare because I. I don't. I didn't know that doing merch was so hard. Eventually, we hired a company to help us, but people don't think they're the size they are. And then you send a shirt to New Zealand, and it takes fucking a month, and they get it, and they're like, "What the fuck is this? This isn't a women's petite small." And you're like, "I don't know your fucking size, bro." <laughs> uh, yes, um, very very hard. I I used to sell them at the Saturday market we have here in town, and. I'd have a lot of people ask if they can try them on. And I'm like, yeah, sure. Um, probably couldn't do that now. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no, them days is over, bro. Yeah. <laughs> um, Forever. Yeah. You probably can't ever try clothes on again. <laughs> no, you can try clothes. That's <laughs> bullshit, man. Get out of here. Well, try clothes on. Maybe in 2024, but who's going to fucking let you go try... Uh... No one wants you to go in the store nah, 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 and put nah, your nah. fucking COVID all over the shirt. Nah, that and they'd be like, sorry, anyway. I need a petite. And that then you fucking. No, nah, that shit's over anyway. I don't, I, I, I can't, I can't, I can't imagine that happening. <laughs> no. Anyway, all right, here are the songwriters. Okay, Bel- Belcalis Almanzar. That's Megan P. Pete. Oh, that's her real name? Yeah. yeah. Oh, and then wow. Megan Pete is Belcalis. Belcalis yeah. Almanzar is Cardi B's real name. Uh, Megan Pete, I'm assuming, is Megan. Mm-hmm. And then James Foy the Third, Austin Owens, and Frank Rodriguez. So we don't know if James Foy the Third came up with the hit the uvula joke. <laughs> no, that's not what she says. She says, I want to choke. I want you to touch that dangling thing in the back of my throat. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. Oh man. It's such a it's the lyrics, it's such poetry. You know, the sixth the seventeenth century had Shakespeare. We got that. I crack up with the Mac truck part as well. Yes. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Joel goes, yeah. It's hilarious. Like with the noise and um, everything. Um, yeah, it's a great song. If we were allowed to play music for you here, we would we would play it. But all we have is Donald singing it. That's all we're allowed to do. <laughs> Donald, if you cover it, like fully cover it, and Dan can help you with the with somebody the did with the, with cover the, it. Somebody did cover it. They did an '80s version of 
the WAP song, oh, yeah. and it is so it dope, slaps, dude. It slaps. It's it's <laughs> tight, dude. It's like oh, I wish we were allowed to play that. Yeah, I mean, maybe we can. Maybe it's, we can if we contact the person, and it's a, and it's a cover. Maybe we can. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I don't know if we have enough time. <laughs> okay, um, so sorry. Let's focus, John. Yes. So far, you're beating our last guest by far, but that was not a hard feat to achieve. <laughs> He's uh, excited. Look how excited he got. I want the audience to know that we actually have a guest that seems pleased to be on the show, which is very exciting. <laughs> Do you have a question for us well, related to to anything? Let us, well, let us segue from music. Um, I have a question for you, Zach, and don't worry, Donald, I'll whip you afterwards. Um, uh, Zach, if you were to write a musical, what would it be about, and how would you incorporate a stunt involving a zipline? Oh my God! <laughs> Everyone's now making fun of me for loving the zipline episode. Jesus, um, I do love a good zipline joke. I don't know if you know that I directed that episode, John. Um, <laughs> no way! Yeah, 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 true story. First one, and very tricky to direct yourself uh, sliding down a zipline, but I managed to do it. Um, you know, I'm just going to say the first thing that comes to my mind because someone asked, I think it was Josh Charles, the actor, who put on Twitter, like, what's a great movie that should be a musical? Because, of course, now they're making, well, every theater is entirely on, on pause for the moment, but everyone's making movies into uh, theater. And, and because it was Josh Charles who said it, my brain instantly went to Dead Poets Society. Which I thought would be a, a, which is a movie I really, really love, and it's 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 probably one of my favorite movies. And I thought, wow, that would be really conducive to be a, a musical. Now that's not really an original idea, but since you asked me, and I just put on Twitter, I replied to Josh Charles that that should be, and then I got a lot of attention because we were like, yeah, fuck yeah, that's a good idea. So there, there's my answer. Oh, if it were up to me, if if if, it, if I could do a musical. Making one up is too hard. That's that's like a conundrum, dude. That's like, that's one of those things where you, it, it takes forever you, to write music, to write a story, to write dance, all of that stuff takes forever. So I, but if I could make a musical out of a movie, it would definitely be The Princess Bride. I think that would be a funny uh, musical. I can't believe that's not in the. I mean, that's such like everybody's favorite movie. I can't believe it's it's probably got to be in the works, right? That would be amazing. I think that's. Uh, and 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 if you could somehow still keep that type of humor in the movie, I mean in the musical as well, that would be great without losing, you know, stop that rhyming, I mean it. <laughs> Anybody want a peanut? If you could freaking still somehow keep that shit. Where am I? The pits of despair. You know, I would love to hear a musical number about rodents of unusual size. I'm just saying. Okay, there we are. Awesome. Now, John, next yes. question for Donald. Yes. Go. All right, Star Wars question. Um, oh Jesus! <laughs> I guess you guys transcend my to my two loves. I love musicals and I love Star Wars. Um, oh. So it's our baby. It's our son. <laughs> it's our son, Zach. Our son lives in New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> um, so when Disney bought Star Wars, I bet you love weed too. Oh, uh, um, I tried some in Canada, but I don't hear. Oh, okay. I guess you can't really, maybe you can't get weed in New Zealand. I don't know. It oh, might be hard down there. Yeah, we can, but. Yeah, they, you, they could get weed in New Zealand. <laughs> yeah, just, that shit's a weed. It grows anywhere. You know? yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, all right, go ahead. Yeah, when, Star, when Disney bought Star Wars and they, and they declared all of the expanded universe as non-canon, um, what book or comic series or non-EU um, stuff did you miss? Like, did you feel saddest for? 
Oh wow, Joelle's like on the verge of tears. Um, I was very happy that the Yuza Vong was out of the whole uh thing. I wasn't a fan of that. You didn't like uh, the new Jedi Order? I didn't like that. I didn't like the fact that something from outside of the. I like the stories of the Sith and the Jedi and this new enemy that comes from out of nowhere and is you know resistant the to the Force, force and. All of that stuff. It just seemed like, all right, so we have this galaxy that seems to have a balance. Let's fuck up the galaxy. How can we fuck it up? Let's just throw some impossible enemy at them. And you know what I mean? And and I thought that was a cop out. So I didn't like that. My uh the one stuff that I the things that I did like were all of the stories about Han Solo's kids yes. and Leia's kids and and Luke's kid and and you know what I mean? And 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 even the stories of their grandchildren and stuff like that, and their great great grandchildren and stuff like that. All of that stuff was really cool uh, stories to that made a lot of sense. You know what I mean? It made sense that Leia had twins, and yeah. you know, uh, one turned to the dark side, and you know, one because that's what you wanted for Luke and Leia to happen. You know, to happen to Luke and Leia, one turns to the dark side, and then the other one has to go kill their brother. Like it's it's the next version of father and son or mother and daughter. And I I just liked I liked hearing about that lineage. Now that being said, that does get a little bit uh, redundant after a while, and nobody wants to hear about you know uh, the Skywalkers and the Solos forever and ever and ever. You know what I mean? Uh, so. Uh, All right. Well, that sounds. Let like me finish. I'm not done. So I'm not done. I'm not done. Just wait a second. So that being said, I like the old Republic stuff. I think maybe that's the next direction that they should go. I know they're doing this High Order and all of that, and Yoda is going to be in it. I, I, I think that's the right way to go. I, I think yes. there's something special about seeing a bunch of red lightsabers clash against green, blue, yeah. and purple. There's something. If you could find a way Testify. to do Braveheart with Jedi. Yes. Reach, reach. That'd, be, that'd, be, that'd be great. So, I was wondering. Uh, all right. That feels, that feels like you did a great job answering it, Donald. Um, I felt satisfied. I'm sure everyone that loves Star Wars feels satisfied. Joelle, for example, yelled testify. Yes. Um, <laughs> um, now, John, it's, uh, it's time for everybody's favorite new segment, Fix Your Life. As you well know from being a fan of the show, uh, Donald and I are, are pretty great, uh, I think exceptional, at fixing people's lives. Your problem could be big or small. Uh, we can handle it. Okay, um, so, John, yes. it's time to <laughs> fix, fix your, your life! life. Oh, God. Okay, so I have actually a dog problem. Um, oh, and she's in the room with ahead. me right now because she's... Can so, you see her? Yeah, just, just you want to come up? Just come up. Come on, come on, come on, up, up, come on, 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 in that time, she's been fine. We've been able to leave her in the yard when we go to work. And then just a month ago, she decided to escape one day and just ran around the neighborhood. And it was very stressful. It took us a whole day to find her. Um, and she dug out under our gate, so we concreted that out so she couldn't do it again. 
but she still tries. And so we, we don't trust her at all on her own. And I've been taking her to doggy daycare and just trying to see what we can do. We're going to try her again on our own today, but I'm just now, John, do you, um, do you run her enough? Because I only know this from watching Caesar Milan, which who I love. If you, if you get a dog, uh, and you're new to owning a dog, obviously you're not, but I'm talking to other people watching like every episode of Caesar is a, is a really good education. Cause you know, obviously it's, it's edited to make him look like, like a God, but, um, but it is helpful. And I know that one thing he does, I remember an episode where a dog was constantly escaping. And part of the problem was like the dog just wanted to sprint. And, you know, he would do things like, you know, getting on rollerblades and running with the dog or getting on a bicycle and sprinting alongside the dog. But do you think the dog is, is, is getting enough? Are you exhausting the dog? Because a big dog like that needs to probably run. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we, we take her to, to play at the park before work every morning and after work as well. Um, oh, well, then, you know, John, it, it really comes down to yeah, we have you news, having John. having to ask yourself, am I a good pet owner? <laughs> yeah. Is there, John, is there, John, I need you to put yourself, put yourself on the dog's head. The dog wants to get away from you. <laughs> oh, um. You're welcome, John. We just You're finished welcome, your John. Thank You're welcome, you, John. Thank you, John. No, uh, um, <laughs> that's interesting. I, I am not a dog whisperer, and I am not a vet, and so I don't know what goes on in dogs' minds. I will say I have a dog, and, you know, I, I feel like dogs like to be disciplined, and uh, I and I don't mean with the hand or anything like that, but given, given them chores to do. It's not just about running them. It's also about making them do things and they enjoy doing that type of stuff. So, uh, you know, maybe, what are you saying? He should do like, like errands around the house, like, like, like maybe mowing. Like, I don't know. Do you do stay, sit down, roll over and, and things like that? Uh, I don't, you know, uh, those are things to occupy a dog's mind as well. Uh, do you have a crate? No. So we tried to crate trainer, but she's a, she's a rescue from, um, we call it the SPCA here, um, sort of like the pound, I guess. Oh, um, right. well, now this makes this makes even more sense. So it's not necessarily you, maybe where she came from before. Yeah, uh, you know, and, and and this is just something psychological. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm not sure, but have you tried? I mean, have you tried working with a trainer at all? Uh, I had a lady sort of try to give me advice. I might need to get back in touch with her. Um, All right, we'll get back in touch with yeah, the trainer, John. Okay. You're welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome, Donald. Say it. You're welcome. Well, I, I just I don't feel like I fixed his life. I feel like I've I've put him on a path. Yeah, yeah. We put him, him on a path. We put him on a path. We said watch Caesar because there's there is an episode about an escaping dog and Caesar fixes that guy's problem. You have three choices. You can watch Caesar. Yeah. You can c- contact the dog trainer. Yeah. Or. You can take a good look at yourself. Look at the man in the mirror. John. Why? Why are animals look trying to run away from you, John? <laughs> what is it that you're doing? That's I'm asking you. I'm asking you to look in the mirror. I'm asking you to make a change. No message could have been any clearer, John. The dog's nah. giving you. The dog is giving you the message. She's trying to run to me. Shimon, 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 John, John, Shimon, John. If you want to make yourself. John. John, if you want to make yourself a better dog owner, you got to look at yourself and then make the change. <laughs> <laughs> Woo!
It's a great song. All right, we got to go, John. Oh. This has been awesome. You're going to get a mug. It'll probably take four years to get there. Oh, can I just quickly um, throw back to what, just one previous episode where you talked about um, North African-American players in the NHL. Um, at the upcoming draft in October, there's a kid called Quinton Byfield who's probably going to go second overall. So oh, that's wow. another... Another good. No, is he like the savior? Is he the savior? Uh, is, he the, is he? Is he the great black hype of hockey? <laughs> um, he's comparable to a guy called Evgeny Malkin, who plays for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Um, okay. Is he comparable okay. to Wayne Gretzky? That's the question. Currently, only Crosby. Is he like comparable that. to Sidney Crosby? Yeah, yeah. Like yes. these are the questions <laughs> that I'm asking. Because if he can, if he's going to change the sport. Like some of the white players have changed the NBA. Now we're talking. But if it's just some black dude coming in because he's black and the NHL needs black faces. He's saying that he's going to go second in the draft. Yeah. What the hell are you talking about? That's pretty high. And he, he could be Yo, really good. There are a lot of it. There are a lot, I'm not trying to hate. And I hate when I hate because we're hating is for suckers. And I do that a lot sometimes. And we have to edit that shit out. But I'm going to say this right now. I'm going to say this right now. There have been a lot of NBA players that went high in the draft thinking that they were going to be some great uh, savior and turned out to be a bust. So just because this dude's going number two, Sam Bowie shade. doesn't <laughs> not saying anything just because this is just because dude's going number two doesn't mean he's going to make it as an NHL player. So that's great. Yeah. It's great that he's on his way. But uh, we shall see. John, I'm rooting for him. I'm rooting for him to be wonderful. Uh, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks so and much. he's North American. He's not African American, right? He's like from Canada. He's from Canada. Right? Yep. Knew it. Anyway. <laughs> uh, thank, you. thank you. I can't wait to get my uh, my WAP t-shirt. I can't wait to get my iDocVideo <laughs> t-shirt. And you're going to get a mug. I don't know how long it takes to get things to New Zealand. But um, look for it by the time you're 40 or 45. i tell you what. When you guys come to the World Tour and come down here, just bring it then. And I'll take you on a lot of the- Oh, perfect. We, gotta, oh, we, man, we definitely got to do New Zealand when we I go on the World Tour. I would love to go to New yes. Zealand. I'll take you on a tour of all the Lord of the Rings locations. Yes, Yay. I, well, I don't all necessarily right. want to see the Lord of the Rings. Up. I want to see, like, yo, is Word word Life, the Maori people. Uh, I want to... Uh, the uh, The... There's a bunch of uh, uh, history there that I'm fascinated by, oh, yeah. so I would love to check that out. All right, well, we'll be on it. You'll second. We're going to be on a tour bus with um, with uh, all four of our faces on on the side. And <laughs> yes. It's going to be really really exciting. Awesome. Um, all right, we got to go, John. Right. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks again. Thanks, Ladies guys. and gentlemen, give it up for John. Peace, buddy. Yes. Take care. <laughs> uh, John. Yes. Oh, Big how refreshing. John. How refreshing to have a guest that was at least interested in talking Agreed. to us. Woo. That's I a like lot John. of hate. That's a lot he of hate. He was good. All right. Um, well, we're almost done, but let's talk about Leslie let's, Baker. I was I about mean, to say, we uh, had Stanley from The Office on the Stanley show. Stanley from The Office, uh, I, who I love and have put in like the short film I made. He was in Wish I Was Here. I always think that guy's so funny. And uh, and here he is. Uh, this was before The Office. Well, yes, it obviously. was. Obviously, he wouldn't be doing the show if it wasn't before The Office. And um, there he is. And he, and he has a cameo. He only has one line in which he outs to Carla that you've been talking about having sex with Elliot during surgery. Yep. Not me, but uh, <laughs> Turk does. 
Yeah, this I think is my audience, point. I think the audience this knows is, how to delineate between you and your character. I'm just going to say this is the point that I'm trying to make. When you keep secrets, and but you keep secrets from your spouse about sex, they always find out. No oh, shit, always comes out. It always comes out. So your best bet, yeah, is to not tell anyone you had a sex fantasy. Keep that shit to yourself, right? And then you'll never be in this situation ever. Yep. Um, I laughed hard when Sam Lloyd at 1620 says something. He goes, I just have that one dream where I hold his head under the water <laughs> until the the last bubble goes. And then there's like a long pause and he goes, bloop, bloop. <laughs> Talking about killing Kelso. That's all, yeah. all. That's his only dream that he has recurring. And then Kelso walks by and says <laughs> something. Yeah, go up. get me something. Right. Yeah, well, I'm still waiting on that, whatever it is. And he it was goes, Oreos or something. Yeah, those Oreos. He goes, and then I re- I forgot that there was a Luft Balloons callback with Amy Smart and and the parents dancing. I never I totally forgot we did that. That was uh, funny. I have a question. Why didn't JD take her aside at the restaurant? Why did he run up to the table with these two people there? It's clear that she's there with these two people too. Yeah. yeah. Like the the shot is him running up to a table of her and people. Yeah. Why not be like, hey, you know what? Can I talk to you for a second? Yeah. And why would he? Why would he do that why, in front of anyone? He talks about having sex at her f- husband's funeral. Yeah, For like dick. like moron. They don't want to hear that shit. It's probably the reason. I'm assuming she's not back. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think he ruined it. Is she done? Does she have another one? I forgot. I don't know, but she was so great on the episode. She's she was so, so great, great in the show. Yeah, when she's, she's so on great. your back, when she's on your back, and he's like, "I know you got, I know you got a uh, tasty coma wife on your mind." You're like, "No, I don't." And she jumps on your back, and she goes, "Yeah, you do." And then you nudge her off, and she goes she's flying. She's really off. funny. I don't she's know why. So I, funny. I don't. I don't. I don't know. She must be on a show. I don't. I haven't seen her. She that is, much. She's on uh, Star Girl, actually, which is a Berlanti show that's oh, in the Arrowverse. Got uh, it. Uh, she, believe it or not, plays a mother now of a teenage girl. That's how. That's how far we've come. That's how old we are. Well, well I'm not going to say old. I'll say that's how far we've come. I she is Amy- now. Did a great job in, uh, on her arc. I, I don't she's know still, if it's over, but I assume she's it's still over. a very good actress, and yeah. she she does great on the show. I, I'm a fan of the show, and yeah, you know. Um, and then that baby at the end, I just have to say, as someone uh, who uh, who appreciates an adorable baby, they cast that baby well. Oh, all babies are cute. That's no, not true. And uh, this baby, no, 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 no. <laughs> all babies are cute, even the, even when they're born. Look, man. <laughs> I can say I didn't know it was controversial to say that some babies are cuter than other babies. This here's what's gonna happen. You're gonna what? have a baby. Yeah. And I'm gonna love it. I'm not saying the parents don't think it's cute, but I'm saying that there are and some. And you'll babies, understand what I'm talking about. I know that if it's my baby, no matter what it looks like, I'm gonna think it's the cutest baby. I'm just saying clearly they cast a particularly adorable baby to smile at Johnny C and have him fall in love and have his eyes well at the end. Oh, uh, Joelle just told me that she is back for another one. She's back for 221. So I knew it. And then we have, so we're getting close to being done with this season two, guys. I got to tell you, we got uh, three more left, it looks like. Oh, shit. Yeah. So what happens What happens then after we finish season two? Are we uh, going to go right into season three or are we going to take a break? Well, we just took a break. Should we keep going? It's up to you, man. It's really up to. I don't want the to... fans to, to to stop counting on us. I, I, I a lot of people rely on us for for their for their week biweekly smile. I agree with that. I I I. I don't want to let anybody down. That's the last thing I want to do too. 
We're working on Ryan Reynolds. I've had some uh, some, oh? some top secret. Uh, yeah, I think we have a chance. I think we have a chance. Does he know I'm sorry? <laughs> uh, I don't think he remembers, but I hope that he will talk about it if and when we get him on the show. Oh, my goodness. But I did speak with him uh, via email, and uh, it's a work in progress. Okay, we'll see what Noted. happens. Um, so you think you I should reach out to him? You think I should reach out no, to him? No, I don't want you to fuck up any momentum I've made. <laughs> okay. You might get drunk and dry hump him over Zoom. No, I'm not going to get drunk and dry hump anybody over Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> Can you dry hump? I guess you could dry hump them, the camera. Well, um, did you see the video of the dude in the middle of the meeting on Zoom? And uh, he thinks he he uh, blacks the camera out. And so he switches over to his browser. And you see him get up, walk to the bathroom. Go get lotion and toilet no, paper. No, no. S- sets the toilet paper down and sets the lotion down. And they're all like, no. Richard, no. <laughs> I think that's no. a real And he goes. That's not and real. The, and puts that's the lotion be, on. That's got to be a joke. Dude, I'm telling you. Oh, my it, God. If I've that's not it. a joke, that's the most embarrassing thing I've ever heard of in my life. But if, if, and if it is a joke, good, good coot kudos. Yeah, good joke. Um, all right, everybody. We love you. We're back. Yay. We're back, back. I'm back in L.A. Daniel's back Yay. in L.A. We're all together. Um, Joelle and I never left L.A. We've just been here well, chilling. I, I listen. L.A. gets a lot of shit out there, but I got to tell you, it's uh, even when it's uh, smoky, it's a beautiful place to live. It's great to be back. Yeah. It is great to be back. when you. Come, it's always great to come home. Mm. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm so happy that you guys made it home safely. Thanks, we did. So I'm so happy that it went well, Daniel, with uh, her parents. How did you meet? How did you meet? Hinge. Bumble? Oh, Hinge. Yeah. What's the um, uh, catch of Hinge? What's the uh, hook? The Hinge is Facebook friends. So everybody you ma- match with or everybody that you see on Hinge, you have a Facebook friend in common. So Just that is one your Facebook Hinge. Friend. I mean, Just you only one... need to have one. Oh. And as a matter oh. of fact, we did. Oh. All right. More than well, one there or you just go. one. Hinge worked. Just one. It did. <laughs> Donald, support. you missed this whole app dating world. I'm I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I it it scares me just a little. It and was a scary it. process. I'll tell you what. Had, now, a, had, and, had and several I, misfires. Joel, had I, yeah, you... I was gonna say. I was gonna say. The only thing that I find a little different about it is that you're dating somebody that you don't really get to know. What do you do? You go on a fucking date. What are you talking about? Well, yeah. you know, Not on Craigslist. You just, you just don't have to go to a... No one's dating on, on Craigslist. That's 2008 dating, Donald. Yeah, dude. That's the last time he went on a date is Craigslist time. Joelle, are you using any of the apps to find love? I'm not during quarantine because that just seems wild to me. But what about but chat? You could chat. You could you could you could do your game, shoot your shot. Listen, I am a in-person dater. I suck at talking. What am I saying? What do I care? I have you know in person. Like I'm no. <laughs> what if you went on Hinge or whatever one uh-huh. and you found someone who you thought was attractive, mm-hmm. who all they wanted to do was talk about Star Wars mm-hmm. and uh, loved a gummy at night? Um, you know, you might, <laughs> this person might be out there. I'm sure the person <laughs> is out there. Uh, I would be terrible at talking to them over the app. It wouldn't be their fault. I have it a would question. Be my fault. I would be terrible. Well, if you're I interested in Joelle, uh, if you're listening and you're interested in Joelle, she's very pretty and oh very funny. Um, I have a question. What? <laughs> Over apps, mm-hmm. is it okay to be like, 
I had a crazy sex dream about you. <laughs> 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 not recommend. Not recommend. Not recommended. No. Not, not recommended over apps either. Not recommended. Uh, so don't. Well, do it on Joelle, apps you know it'd be funny if you do uh, develop a profile. Uh-huh. Um, I think we could blast out your profile eventually. Oh my god. And uh, and we could all talk about the uh, the encounters you're having. Woo! Um, that sounds like quite an event. I'm gonna keep sliding yeah. in the DMs, but who knows? Okay. Oh, that's how you summer, do it. Yeah. Uh, okay. You know, you follow people, you see who they follow, you get a rough idea of their, like, thought opinions on the world, and then you're just like, yo, we should hang, and then... Do you slide... Out. So you'd be sliding into the people's Yeah, she DM slides. Yeah, yeah. Now, um, so if it's you okay, are... It's okay, she's already in my DMs. <laughs> mom and great today gotta be oh great. Oh, my God. Okay, so listen, if you're a, a hot, smart, intelligent... Chick. Destroyed my Instagram. <laughs> uh, hit up Joelle because she is a catch. I can't. I think she's witty and smart and has a good job and uh, very pretty. I mean, I don't know what the hell's going on here. I gotta let's record go, let's, this. Everyone, everybody, let's play. Let's set up Joelle with her dream person. <laughs> I love it. Right, Donald. I'm horrified. Yeah, and I'm, Donald I'm, and I and Donald and I will officiate your wedding. Have you been talking to my I'm mother? All for it. Are you guys going to planning things? All right. Um, we got to go. We've been going long. Oh, my God. Joel, I'm going to laugh my ass off when your freaking DMs I'll... open up with yeah. nothing Joel, but. They are going to explode. Because that's just, that's just always hilarious. Like, I'll put up, a, I'll post something, like my animation, and I'll look at, you know, I look at what the fans say if they like the animation mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And every now and then you get that one that says, hi, or Hello. And in response oh, to hi or hello, you have to actually have a thought. And uh, All right. you, so th- there you if go. you're a fan, it's I, I don't have any desire to partner with a fan. That weirds me out. I don't know. There's like a weird power exchange there that I'm not comfortable with. So Feel don't that. try that. All right. All right. Listen, she's getting giving you tips. So be real. So no don't just hi, say hi. No don't hello. Just, don't just say hi. Don't just say hello. Don't be like, you up. Definitely right. None of that. Yeah. <laughs> This is going to be yeah. fun. I think this could be a new segment oh called Find Joelle a, a Lover. Oh. No, it's let's make Joelle's mama happy Oh yeah, find Joelle a lover. It's time for another edition of Let's Make Joelle's Mother Happy and Find Joelle a Lover. <laughs> oh, that's too much. I'm excited. Oh, this is boy. fun. I this love being be a, I love being a, uh, what do you call it? A matchmaker? A, 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 a matchmaker. Match I love being a matchmaker. I set Donald up. Look how well that went. That did work out I'm for married. Him. I got kids. We still don't yeah. got no air conditioning. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, thank you all for tuning in. And Donald, you may count us in with the beautiful numbers that everybody loves. Five, six, seven, eight. Some stories about a show we made about a bunch of docs and nurses and a janitor who loved to hate. I said he's got stories that you all should know. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, it's simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. You can learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. 
Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hey guys, I've been telling you about how we are big fans of Tacova's boots. Heritage, tradition, quality, comfort, style, and service are some of the best features of Tacova's. But now they also have a gift for our listeners. Tacova's will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps free with a minimum purchase of $100 at tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R-E-A-L-F-R-I-E-N-D-S. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com. And point your toes west. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 